Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Let uh, it breathe on me. Let it breathe on me. Let the breath of God now breathe on me. Let it breathe on me. Let it breathe on me. Let the breath of God now breathe on me. Sweep over my soul. Sweep over my soul. Sweet spirit, sweep over my soul. My rest is complete while I sit at your feet. Sweet spirit, sweep over my soul. <laughs> Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord, that you didn't pass us by here at Greater Heights this morning. You know where you're welcome. Holy Spirit, we're we're so certain that many times your spirit is grieved because you try to get into the churches and the churches don't always make you feel welcome. But you're welcome here and we love you. And we thank you for your manifest presence. We know you're here because you promised you would be, but it's wonderful when you allow us to sense your presence. Literally, almost like we can see Jesus walking around in this place today. You're so real and we thank you. Now, Lord, help me to flow with what you're already doing. I don't want to have any agenda of my own. I just want to be putty in your hands to do whatever you want to do with me and through me today. Hallelujah. And I know it'll be great because you always do great things. We give you advance, praise, and thanks for what will be accomplished in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, let me sing a bit. This is a song my mother wrote after a healing when she almost died. God touched her. It's called Touched by His Nail-Scarred Hand. And you'll, it's so simple, you'll sing with me. Some of you know because you've heard me sing it before here. I will So lost in sin, 
sad and lonely within I was a slave to sin and its fear Then I saw a great hand It was nail scarred for me Praise God it touched away from that. Amen. Amen. The whole world needs Jesus. Yes. The whole world needs to feel the touch of the master's hand as you and I have. Yes. Amen. It's not God's will that any should perish. Yes. Every Amen. single one of us, if we're born again and we've been touched by his nail-scarred hand, we have a responsibility to carry that message to the world. Amen. And the greatest way is by living the life 
not doing one thing in church and something else out there, but being consistent that the world can see Jesus living big in us. Amen. John Ashcroft, former Attorney General of the United States under Bush, he and his wife Janet have been my friends for years, and he wanted me to record one of his songs. And many, you all here at the church who know me, because I've been so many times, you're ready to move me in, I know. Amen. <laughs> but uh, you've heard me sing it over and over. But it's kind of the theme of my ministry because I believe it's up to us to help carry the message of the cross. Amen. The song is written about the day that Jesus fell beneath the weight of the cross and the Ethiopian stepped in and carried most of the weight of that cross. But it's called Carry the Cross, and it's really a challenge to each of us to give that message to the world. Go ahead. In these last days, no matter what gets in our face, to share this message. Give me a little bit more on my microphone, honey. There stood a man among the throng Beside the Calvary Road Who, when our Savior slumped and stumbled He carried His heavy load You see, church, the Lord wanted help so long ago when he came to set my spirit free but you know what he still wants help today in the very same way with the message of the cross he wants you this is my prayer. I want to carry the cross for my Savior. I want to carry his cross. That's my goal. I'm gonna carry the cross to the lost and the dying. I'll carry his cross that they might be made whole. I say, Lord, I want to be the one among the throng beside life's toilsome way. I want Redemption story. Yes, man's debt of sin to pay. That's my heart today. I want to carry the cross for my Savior. Oh, I, I want to carry the best. 
message of this cross. That's my goal. I'm gonna carry the message of the cross to the lost and the dying. I'll carry this cross that they might be made whole. I'm gonna carry this cross that they might be made chosen to use angels exclusively, but he chose us. Amen. You say, I don't feel worthy, Gloria. I've made so many mistakes. Listen, God used an ass in the Bible. Yeah. Amen. And if you think about it, if you look around today, in my opinion, he still is. <laughs> It isn't about us. It's go. about him. Amen. None of us are worthy outside the blood of Jesus. But when we've been washed in the blood of the Lamb, oh, we've been made worthy Amen. to sit with him. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. We are heirs with Christ yes. and joint heirs. Amen. I'm going to sing a song that I wrote a few years ago for somebody here today. I wasn't sure I was supposed to do it. And then I really felt I was supposed to include it. So I'm going to. It's called Who Could Know? But before I sing that song, I want to give you a brief teaching today on the, uh, the word. Uh, the, the word is so powerful. <laughs> it's going to endure after everything else is burned up. Right. Yes, amen. The word is going to stand amen. forever. Amen. Heaven and earth can pass away. Amen. But God's word. Will never. If I'm walking out of the camera, it's because I need to get a Hall's cough drop. Excuse me. I always sing with a cough drop in my mouth. In 1977, I came to Sand Spring First Assembly to have a service with Brother Weaver. After I had had a tonsillectomy, and for whatever reason, I couldn't get enough saliva after I had tonsillectomy. I couldn't keep my throat moist. So ever since then, just a little history I'm sure you were dying to know. <laughs> I, uh, I always have a cough drop in my mouth when I'm singing. This teaching is, is called the difference between faith and trust. Is that thunder? No. no. Oh, okay. <laughs> He's shaking his head. Yes, he thought it was too. <laughs> Sounded like it. Okay, so everybody thinks that they're so full of faith. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds like they're coming by to pick us up, Pastor. <laughs> Let me give you quickly the difference in faith and trust, okay? Faith says to God, I believe you to do something, and you fill in the blank. Okay, I believe you to heal my body. I believe you to provide my need financially. The word says, 
Uh, give me Hebrews 11, 6. I was going to start with the other, but give me that one first. What does it say up there? Somebody read it for me. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. Amen. It's right there in the scripture, okay? So we have to have faith. Here's the deal. God has given each of us a measure of faith. That means he has given us the ability to believe. Amen. That's what faith is. The ability to believe it before we see it. So that's the way faith works. But the difference in faith and trust is, while faith says, I believe you, God, to do something, trust says to God, I believe you if you never do another thing for me. Amen. If you Amen. never answer another prayer. Amen. Sister Gloria, really? I mean, really? Yeah, come on. When the three Hebrew children went into the fiery furnace, it was not faith. Amen. It was absolute trust. Let me show you. Mm. They said to the king, we know that our God is able to deliver us from the fiery furnace. Yes. And, O oh, king, he will deliver us out of your hands. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> but even if he does not deliver us from the fiery furnace, we're not going to yes. bow to Amen. any other Amen. God. Amen. Now, we have faithers that would say, okay, that was okay till he got to the part, but even if God doesn't deliver us. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's not faith talking, they'd say. That, that's not faith talking. Well, you don't meddle with the scripture, please. Yeah. It is the holy word of God. That's right. Far more credible than yours. Yeah. Amen. God said it. I believe it. That settles it, right? Yeah. Amen. Now, I contend that you cannot have the God kind of faith until you have chosen to fully trust God. Amen. It's a daily choice, church, and your faith will be stunted. It will not continue to grow unless you walk in trust. Trusting God is the key. Now I'm going to show you. Get the other scriptures. Can you? Uh, let's start with Psalm 34, 19. It says... <laughs> Many, Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers us out of them all. Don't you love it? Amen. Right? It didn't say some. Yeah. But weak, spineless, spoiled, rotten people in America, they don't want to be delivered out of anything. Yeah, come on. They want to be delivered from. Yeah. They don't want to have to go in the pit, okay? Yeah. But if you get in the pit, just remember the Lord might go leave you there. That's right. If you keep believing. So he says he will deliver us out of them all. Yes. Can you trust that? Amen. Has he ever given you any reason not to? No. Well, he didn't do it when I thought he ought to. Yeah, and if he had done it when you thought he ought to, it might have blown up in your face. Right. Or it might not have gotten as much good out of the circumstance yeah. as God was ultimately able to do. Yeah. And then you have Psalm 
37 and where it says in the third verse, Trust in the Lord and do good. So shall thou dwell in the land, and verily thou shalt be fed. Rest in the Lord, wait patiently, and you see how it goes on. I'd like you to write four words down out from Psalm 37, 3. Trust, do, rest, wait. Now that last one, oh my goodness. We just do not like to wait. We are impatient. Lord, give me patience. I need it right now, please. Mm -hmm. yeah. Trust, do, rest, wait. Now the seventh verse says, rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. I'm telling you that God wants us to learn he is trustworthy. If you don't know it by now, you need to just hang it up. Just walk away and forget all about it because God does not lie. Right. Amen. We know who the father of lies is. Amen. And he's real good at it. But God, Jehovah, our heavenly father, hallelujah, our father does not have any ability to lie. Amen. He is total truth as he is total love. The last verse I want to give you is Psalm 138a. Now this is really powerful. I live by the scripture every day. The Lord will perfect... That which concerns me, <laughs> thy mercy, O Lord, endures forever. Forsake not the works of thine own hands. You know, God didn't create us and fling us out in the universe and say, Hope you make it! Yeah, amen. He is bound to us by love's strongest cord when his son gave his sinless life for each of us in all of our filth and dirt and sin. He went to the cross for me. He went to the cross for you. It is nothing for us today. We God has made every provision. All we have to do is walk in it. Amen. That's right. Now I'm going to show you three pictures before I sing my final song. This is not a shouting kind of a service, perhaps. But I believe God wants to get a deep truth into our spirit. We are living in days, if you don't know who you trust, you're in big trouble. Amen. Wow. That's right. And I'm going to tell you now, you better learn to hear from the Lord. If it means you have to get in a closet and close out every other voice. Turn that stupid phone off. Turn every social media, whatever, off and get alone and say, God, you know right where I am and I have a lot of things I need to tell you. I have a lot of things I need to ask you about, but I need to hear from you more Amen. than I need to talk to you. Amen. He'll speak to you. Yes, he Sister Gloria, you really believe God talks to us? Yes, mm -hmm. Well, I believe he's a father. Amen. So what father doesn't talk to his children? Amen. Does that make any sense? Amen. Of course he talks to us. We just don't listen. We get down to pray. We chatter away. We get up. We're gone. God says, I didn't get to say anything. He has all the answers. I'm going to show you three pictures. God deals with me in simplicity because he knows that's what I handle. A lot of people hold out for the great, great mysteries of God. But I'm real happy 
with a simple truth that I can go out and share with people who will grasp it and come to know Jesus. Amen. We're so busy perfecting the saints that we forgot to win the lost. You can't get unsaved people to come in here and worship. They don't even know Jesus. That's right. They can't come in here and worship when they don't know Jesus. Right. True worshipers are those who know the Lord. Yes. But we want to get them to know Jesus so they can. Amen. And by the way, I don't sit down to be irreverent. I sit down because I'm in enormous pain and I know God is healing me. So I'm not in doubt about that. But for the moment, I'm still in a lot of pain. I can walk and I can lie down, but if you have me stand in one spot for very long, it absolutely kills my back. So if you got upset, get over it. Here are the pictures. First of all, write out this formula God got me out of bed and gave me, okay? I wish I had gotten a whiteboard with a black marker. I'm gonna play like. Here's the board. I want you to write trust plus faith equals confidence. See that? Good. Now go back under the word trust and write brings rest. Trust brings rest. Under the word faith, write brings action. Faith brings action. Under the word confidence, write brings assurance. Now, when God gave me that, we have trust brings rest plus faith brings action equals confidence which brings assurance he said now go back and circle the word faith so I did that night and he said to me Gloria if preachers would preach more on trust instead of faith the faith issue would be settled Amen. and I'll show you how if you walk in a health food store, much of what they sell you, they're going to say is 100% natural. Well, I'm going to tell you, God's plan is 100% natural. Amen. If we do what God tells us to do, He's going to do what He always does, what Amen. He says He's going to do. Amen. Amen. So here are the pictures. For the word trust, God gave me a brand new baby in Daddy's arms. Now that baby had come from a warm, nurturing mother's womb. That baby has no clue about fear. Mm -hmm. We are not born with fear. Amen. That baby doesn't struggle. It might get a little upset if it's got gas or you know something like that. But that perfect picture for trust looking at that tiny baby lying in daddy's arms that little baby just trust that daddy you think we can trust the heavenly father Amen. isn't he far better than any earthly father Amen. Yes. hello yes. Amen. far better he's never failed us Amen. it's a perfect picture that God wants us to see we can lay back in his arms just like a newborn baby and know that he's going to carry us. That's a picture for trust. Now, if that daddy is a good daddy, and that baby doesn't have anybody throw it up and drop it on the ground, 
in other words, do anything to instill fear in that child's heart. If you move over to faith, by the time that baby is what we call a toddler, Lord of mercy, you've never seen a greater example of faith. That baby will jump off of the side of the swimming pool, the end of the bed, the side of the sofa, right out into daddy's arms and say, do it again, do it again. You know why? Because they know they can trust daddy to catch them. Amen. That's right. But it's instinctive. They don't have a three-day seminar on faith. They don't quote 400 faith passages. It's instinctive. It's natural. It's a natural process born into the heart of every believer who has decided to lay back in God's arms and trust him completely. Amen. That's right. Amen. Now that little toddler grows up and we call him a troubled teen <laughs> over here in the confidence thing. And the picture God gave me is a troubled teen down at police headquarters. And he and his buddy, they're having a little talk. What are we going to do? We're in trouble now. And this this child that's grown up, you know, that I just told you, no longer a toddler now, a young man. He says, I called my dad. He said he'd be right here. Now, that dad may say, well, you're going to spend a night in jail, son. Or he may say, I'm going to take care of this for you. Whatever that means. Confidence brings assurance. Psalm 138.8. The Lord will perfect that which concerns me. Thy mercy, O Lord, endures forever. Forsake not the works of thine own hands. God's got you. Amen. He's got you. If you will allow him to order your steps, which the word says the steps of a righteous person are ordered by the Lord. I'm not here by accident today. Amen. Yes, he's merciful when I call him. He, he says to Annette, Annette, you know, she's just like a mom to me. <laughs> I can't say no to her. <laughs> I love you all. Now, I go to some big, big places. But my ministry, week in and week out, is usually to people less than 100 in, in congregations of less than 100. You know, when I was here with you last year, I was on my way, ultimately to end up in Washington, D.C. for the return, which was on September the 26th. And they said, you all watched it live here, did you? So between 250 and 300,000 people that day on the Washington Mall. Uh, preacher's kid from the Appalachian Mountains of Virginia who can't read music. I mean, to tell you the truth, I stood up there that night and I thought, what am I doing here? <laughs> what am I doing here? But God is the one who ordered it. Amen. And you know, I learned as a child, watching my parents put everybody else first, you say, well, you know, I don't know about that. Well, guess what? It worked in our home. Yes, amen. We three children saw our parents go buy groceries for people in the church when we really hardly had enough of our own. I saw them sacrifice and do things. But it was out of love. 
And it was out of love for the Lord. You see, when you love the Lord and you trust Him, you will obey what He says to do. It may not make any sense at the time, but He knows what He's doing. Amen. Amen. I come to you in closing this little teaching today to say, if you know how to garden, and I don't, I kill stuff. <laughs> but if you know how to garden, there's certain things you do to prepare the soil, I'm told, and you know, and you plant whatever it is. You're gonna plant vegetables or flowers or whatever. You don't have to go out and anoint them with oil and pray in tongues on every day. Yeah. I mean, if you water and, and, and God puts the sunshine and the rain out there, guess what, at some point, they're gonna come up, whatever it is that you plant, they're gonna come up out of the earth. Yeah. Because it's just, nat it's a natural process. In your life, the Holy Spirit is faithful to let you and me know if we're getting in doubt, if we're getting in unbelief. You get this almost like um, indigestion spiritually. You feel clogged up. But when you just rear back and say, you know, I don't have answers for this. But I've made up my mind long ago. I'm going to trust God if I never understand. Well, if I could just understand what it is that the Lord's doing. If I could just understand. And I say, it wouldn't do you any good if God sat down and explained it to you. You still wouldn't get it. Because God's mind has never been polluted by sin. And ours have been. Even though we've been forgiven, we've been redeemed. We are deficient. He is totally sufficient. Amen. He thinks on a higher plane. We can't grasp everything that God has planned. He wouldn't be God if you could understand Him. Amen. Right. We have so many smart alecks in the world today with 300 degrees. I mean, degrees like they earn degrees, not degrees like heat. Earn degrees. <laughs> and they're too smart for their own good. They've intellectualized things to the point they've lost their faith if they ever had any. The simplicity of the gospel is so that whosoever will may come. Whosoever will. The very, very intelligent and educated, but also those who, who know so little. They're uneducated. Perhaps they didn't even get to finish the fifth grade. We don't know, but God has a way of making his ways known to us. Amen. If we will come to him in absolute trust, I'll tell you what, you can put your foot out there not knowing exactly where it's going to land, but you say, I know God is out there and I'm just going to keep walking because he's going to keep taking care of me. I am 74 years old. And for you who've never seen me before, I know you find that so hard to believe. Amen. <laughs> I've got a sweet friend out there at Reno today, Vicki. Hi, honey. Yes, Molly made it. Molly is here. Come here, Molly, so she can see you. Vicki is our friend, our mutual friend, who's out in Reno, Nevada, and she's watching. And she told Molly, who was here in Tulsa, go see Gloria. She did. So she came today. Everybody say hello and thank you to Molly for coming. And then your friend, your Filipino Verona is sitting in the back praising the Lord back there. So we, we're so grateful as we come to a close of this time. 
Don't look to the Republicans. Amen. Don't look to the Democrats. Amen. Don't look to politics. Amen. There's so much devil worship going on inside of politics and media. People who have vowed to serve the devil. And you know, they, they even teach that the devil is really the real Christ. Yeah, that's what they teach. That Jesus is not the real Christ. That Satan is the real Christ. And they are far more sworn to serve him than many of us so-called Christians are to serve Jesus. And that's why much of the damnation that's going on in the United States of America and now around the globe is happening. Because we have not stood up for Jesus. This song I'm going to sing, you know when you're in the ministry you, you still go through heartbreaks. You go through disappointments. People that you thought really loved you and, and were for you in the ministry, sometimes they stab you in the back. It's called being a human being. People in the ministry still have feet of clay. They blow it from time to time. I pray to God I've never ever been guilty of stabbing anybody in the back to my knowledge I've always been the same to a person behind their back as I am to their face I hate two-facedness and lying those are two of the things I hate most I would say tell me to my face you can't stand my guts okay tell me but don't act like you love me to my face and go behind my back and say something else Amen. I want to know the truth but this song is called who could know? Did that little teaching help anybody here today? Amen. It's an Amen. exciting thing Amen. to know we can trust our Father. He's going to Amen. take care of us Amen. in these days, no Amen. matter what they say in Washington. They don't run the show. Amen. My God is still on the throne. Amen. You know why Amen. I say he's in control? Because he's in control of my life. Yes. Now, if he's not in control of your life, he's not in control. Yes. But if he's in control of your life because you've given him the control, you can say with conviction, my God is in control of my life. But he's not in control of everybody's life. Yes. That's like saying, well, we're all God's children. I'm so sick of hearing people say that. Yeah. Well, hello, then Jesus died for nothing. That's right. Yeah. We are not all God's children. We only get to be God's children when we're washed in the blood oh, of the Lamb, yeah. when we're born again, Amen. believers. Amen. We're all God's creation, but we're only his children if we've been born again. Okay, so this song, go ahead, Maestro. It's number nine, I think. Who could know the depths of my despair? I think this is maybe for you today, Molly. Who could know the depths of my despair? And who could know I felt that no one cared No earthly friend could possibly have known But Jesus knew Jesus alone He and he sent someone to care, just like Jesus. He knew, and he told someone in prayer, pray for glory to him. He does that. He's a friend who never 
walks away. He knows my needs and keeps me day by day. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, he is so precious. Who could know the path that I would take? And who could know mistakes that I would make? You know what, church? No earthly friend could guide my journey. But Jesus did, and he keeps me all so near. You see, he knew. And he sent someone to care, like Pastor and Annette, they care about me. He knew, and he called your name to someone in prayer already today. That's just like Jesus, because he's a real friend. And he never walks away. He knows our needs, and he will keep us dead. And he sent someone to care. That's what he does because he loves us. Jesus knew he called your name to someone in prayer. Even this morning, I believe that because he's a real friend. And he never walks away. He knows our needs and he will keep us Thank you, Jesus, for being my best friend. I know you never, you never walk away. <laughs> you know all my needs. I know you'll keep me precious song. Amen, amen, amen. That deserves applause. Amen, amen. Not for me, but for the message of that song. The Lord gave it to me. There's not a friend like the lowly Jesus. We can say it a million different ways, but he's a friend that tells people to pray for you. Yes. You say, well, why does he do that if he already knows what I need? Why doesn't he just answer my prayer? Because he wants to involve as many of us as he can in his plan. So you hear from the Lord and you pray for somebody and then when the answer comes, you get to be part of the answer. Amen. Don't tell anybody you ever. Don't tell them you're going to pray for them. Are you going to do something if you're not willing to be part of the answer? Yeah. Hello? Amen. Yeah. You can pray all you want to, but you need to put some legs on your prayer. Sometimes it just, you don't need a, a lightning bolt. You don't need God to speak from heaven. If you see somebody that's hungry or they don't have anything to drink, non-alcoholic I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> we don't want to facilitate the other kind, okay. But if somebody's hungry or thirsty, hello, yes. you say, well, all I have is some baloney. 
go make a bologna sandwich. Yeah, amen. Amen. You don't have to pray on that one, right? Help everybody you can. That's what Jesus would want you to do. Let's do these final songs. I love this grew up hearing it and singing it in the church when I was growing up back in the mountains of Virginia. God's still in the miracle working business. It took a miracle. Hallelujah. I need some water, Pastor. Woo. Go ahead. Number 10. stars in place it took a miracle to hang this world in space but when he saved my soul cleansed and made me whole it took a miracle of love this church my father is omnipotent you know that you can't deny he's a God of might and miracle oh it's written in the sky remember always the Bible tells us of his power and wisdom all the way through think about this every little bird and flower their testimony is to sing church it took a miracle to put the stars thank you it took a miracle to hang this world in space but when he saved my soul cleansed and made me whole it took a miracle grace. Do you really believe in miracles? <laughs> I believe in miracles. I've seen the soul set free. Miraculous, the change in one when they're redeemed through Calvary Church. I've seen the lily <laughs> push its way the stubborn sod you see I believe in miracles for I believe in God how about you I believe in miracles I believe in miracles for
took a miracle of love and grace. Hallelujah. Our God. Our God is still on the throne today. He's not on Geritol. He's not walking with a cane. He is fully capable and he is ready, willing, and able. Amen. You watch the next few weeks and months. God getting ready to show off. Amen. Amen. Come on. That's right. Amen. Yeah. Praise the Lord. I don't know if we're really ready for it. <laughs> you know what? God inhaled one day. And when he exhaled, he blew the waters of the Red Sea apart. That's how powerful our God is. Amen. By crackies. <laughs> our God can do anything. Amen. And he's getting ready to pull back the curtains and show filth and dirt and corruption like we have never seen. But then he's getting ready to wipe the slate clean. And I believe there are going to be many miracles happen and people fall on their faces and say, It's true. It's true. Jesus is real. I accept Jesus. I accept Jesus before it's too late. And then I believe after that great harvest, Jesus is going to come for us. But I believe there will be corruption exposed. Repentance will follow great harvest of souls and then the eastern skies will split and Jesus will come from hallelujah just be ready nothing is worth losing out with the Lord nothing nobody is worth missing heaven amen no experience in this life is gratifying enough or worth missing heaven walk with Jesus trust him Believe him. You'll see your faith grow. And real faith is this way. You've taken a huge step of faith and you didn't even know it. And you look back and you say to your spouse, Honey, that, that was wonderful. You know what? I realize now that was a step of faith on our part. Yes. You can talk faith all you want to. But I say if people who talk about faith all the time are so full of faith, I sure wish they'd go down and empty some of the hospitals around here, don't you? Yeah, amen. Because they're very shadow. Falling across the sick is supposed to bring health to that person. Yes. If we're that full of faith, and I, and I don't mean to be cynical here. Please believe me. I believe in the faith message. I sang for Pop Hagen. I love that man. And there are many, many good people in the faith movement. But there are some who, like in other, other parts of the Christian church and the ministries of the church, have seen a way to make some more books, you know, write some more books and make some more tapes and videos and DVDs. And it's called M-O-N-E-Y. When anybody gets to the place that they are worth hundreds of millions of dollars and they are in the gospel of Jesus Christ, I say, scary. Because you see, if I had a million dollars today, tomorrow it would be gone. <laughs> I'd try to keep a little bit out to help take care of old Anglo. 
But the rest of it would go to uh, preachers and, and, and missionaries and places where I see such a need. How can we hoard up yeah. millions and millions of dollars and say, oh, yes, but we gave, um, we gave uh, t you know, two million last year to, uh, well, yeah, but you took in a hundred million. Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay, Lord, forgive me. I mean that because he said that's not any of your business. Don't get on that soapbox. He done warned me once. <laughs> so moving right along. The night that I was in Washington D.C., this is the song that I sang that went to 50 million listeners around the world. And I thought, Lord, I didn't dream when you gave me this song it would be for this purpose. But it's the other CD that we have back there. It's called, But For God's Grace. Where would we be? Just think about that. Gotta get another cough drop. No, go ahead, it's okay, I'll catch up. But for God's grace, where would I be without His love reaching to me? I would be lost eternally, His amazing grace. Has rescued me, oh, but for God's grace, where would I be? See, my life began the day we met, His perfect love I can't forget. Would you guys mind if I sit down? The times I lost my way, he drew me back, showed me his way. I'm redeemed, praise God, I'm free. His amazing grace has rescued oh, but for God's grace where would I be <laughs> without his love <laughs> reaching to me I know that I would be lost eternally God's amazing grace rescued you and me, but for God's grace, think about it, where would we be? God's love and grace, church, they are yours today. If you'll just let him have 
his way. Just trust him today. Listen to me. No matter what other people say or do, here's the truth. God wants to show his love for you. His amazing grace for all of us is free. But for God's grace, Pastor, where would any of us be? Amen. Amen. But for God's grace, where would we be? stand to your feet this morning hallelujah we're going to sing Gary S. Paxton's song Vessel of Honor in just a moment we're going to sing that as a prayer in closing and you know I've never been a very good altar call giver could I have some tissues over there I've been looking at them but I couldn't get to them I've already walked out of the camera so many times thank you darling I enjoyed the music so much this morning don't take your musicians for granted okay Go up and tell them how much you love and appreciate them. Well, what was I saying? What was I saying? Gary Yeah, Gary. Gary is my friend. Bless his sweetheart. He went to be of the Lord. I never knew a man that loved Jesus any more than Gary. Before he came to the Lord, he lived a terrible life. And Gary was best known for his old song they play every Halloween, was the Monster Mash. <laughs> but when he got saved, the Lord changed his life. He began writing songs for Jesus, and this is one that he wrote. I said, I've never been a good altar call giver. I don't believe in gimmicks. I don't believe in trying to psych people. Here's what I believe. If the Holy Spirit has touched your heart today and you feel like you'd just like to come down here and kneel and have a little talk with Jesus, I don't think there's anybody here that's going to stop you. Absolutely. Or if you want to come and talk to me and ask for prayer personally, I would love, I would feel so honored to get to pray with you. If you feel that you've been misled somehow 
and, and today was an enlightening moment for you. It's just, it's simple. Why do we complicate the gospel? It's simple. Amen. Trust God and he'll take care of you. Amen. Trust God and walk in obedience and he'll take care of you. My mom used to say, you know, they preach about faith. I wish they'd preach about obedience. Yeah. What did we used to sing? Trust and obey, for there's no other way to be happy in Jesus. But to trust and obey. Amen. Trust and obey. Yeah. Amen. Make yourself today an offering to the Lord. Hallelujah. Just say, here I am, Lord. <clears throat> forgive me for not trusting you. Yes, I asked you to forgive my sins, you, but I'm telling you, in this old evangelist right here, I, on the way back up to Branson, I'm going to be saying, Lord, that was a good word today. I'm going to trust you no matter what it looks like facing me. Amen. People who know me well know that I have quite a few physical challenges right now, but God is still the healing. Amen. He's still in the healing Amen. business. Amen. I'm not giving up. Amen. So you keep praying for me, keep believing. But if you want prayer, you come at the close. We'd love to pray for you. I don't usually do this, and, and I'm not going to apologize. I have my little books back there, my CDs, and I know every time I've been here, I've had them. But you know what? You could buy them again and give them to somebody. I'm just saying. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> I need your help, okay? <laughs> I love you all. Let's sing this together in closing, and Pastor, you'll come and however you feel it. Thank you, Lord, that you will take us and make us vessels of honor. I love you, Jesus. Thank you for giving me strength today. Thank you for another opportunity to stand and sing and talk about your goodness. I love you, Lord. Continue to use me, I pray, Jesus. <laughs> sing it with me. A vessel of honor I want to be sanctified holy, so I might be your vessel of honor for God. Hallelujah. Church, think what you're singing and sing it with all of your heart today. The Lord is listening. Make me a vessel of honor for God. I want to be a vessel of honor for God. Jesus, I want to be sanctified, pure and holy. Oh, I might be your vessel of honor, oh God. I'm going to sing the verse that says, Purge me, cleanse me, wash me till holy. 
chastise my thoughts till I'm pure. Lord Jesus, make me devout. Listen to this, devout in my worship of you and the my reverence for you. Sing it now. Make me a vessel of honor for God. Make me your vessel. Jesus. Yes. 